Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio. This is episode 313 for July 18th, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Adriel. I am the other, uh, one of the other, Trevor. And I am the other, one of the other, of the other, Kelly. Yeah. McFly is not here, and the substitute for McFly is not here. What the hey? We know why McFly is not here. He McFlies. What's up with the other guy? Uh... You get anything from him? Nope. All right, then. We go to the default. He hates the listeners, and you suck. Correct. All right, good. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly... um, Yeah, exactly. What has transpired here, yep. Yeah, yeah. Just hate for... Just outright hate for the users. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Why don't we get into what we did in guns? Uh, what, What we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they've got Vortex Diamondback 10x42 binoculars. I hate how 10x42 is a thing. Uh, they're two, two They're not 10x42. Oh. They're 10 magnification, 42 yeah. objective, right? Yeah. And then you get yeah. into scopes. And then what, what kind of scope do you have? Oh, I have a, a 3x9. It's like, no, yeah. you don't. Yeah, you have a 329x40. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah, also you're right. Using. Yeah. When people tell me they have a three by nine from now on, it's going to be one of my pet peeves. Thanks for that. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Adriel. I'm, we'll I'm never hear the you, end of it. Glad yep. to have added to your complex. <laughs> yeah. I heard, and I was listening to a podcast again today, and it's like the third podcast where the host said on accident instead of by accident. By accident. Drives me bananas. If you say on accident, you don't deserve to speak. You should Is have it kind of like if you say irregardless? Right. <laughs> Not a word. Not regardless is not a word. Regardless. Regardless of how many times you use it, irregardless is not a word. <laughs> but is furlough achieving a word? Don't make this about me. <laughs> Technically it is because it's now in a dictionary. Right. It is. But irregardless, not a word. <laughs> and on accident is just plain douchey. Uh, there's lots of words that we can use that are plain douchey. Yeah, you won't let us use them on the air. <laughs> Let's record them after, shall we? <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I have got... I'm actually streaming two ways right now. We're streaming on Hangouts, and I'm streaming this also to the other stream that I, that we abandoned. So I'm testing this out right now. We're testing see, it live. See if they'll go. Do see it if live. it'll go. It might. You might get two notifications. <laughs> Slamfire is live. Two ways. You can watch us on two screens if you really wanted to right now. And I, I would recommend that you do because uh, then we get twice the viewers, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it works. Okay. Uh, Jason Trevor, Phelps, oh. dis- irregardless is not a word either. Dis irregardless? Dis irregardless. Mm. Somebody's making that up. Jason Phelps. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Trevor, do you want to let us know what you're up to in guns this week? Sure. Um, so only two things. Uh, working my butt off on SummerSlam. Um, there. So 
SummerSlam is 19 stages, 336 rounds, the biggest match I've ever done. It's probably the biggest match Atlantic Canada has ever seen. And um, there are simply six stages that could not be built until the range was closed for construction week. And rifle day is Monday. So um, we, we didn't take that away from them because they're going to lose one during, they're going to lose a day and trap's going to lose a day during the week of the match. So we started construction week on Tuesday, let the trap or let the rifle guys have the range on Monday. And we're actually going to stop construction on Sunday during trap for a couple hours Sunday afternoon. So, um, I was, uh, I got a lot of it done, but there were six stages I couldn't tackle until, uh, construction week started. So, um, because they're on ranges that we typically don't use. So there's the 22 range, the 600 yard range and the, um, 200 meter rifle range. So I got the ones done on the two on the 600 yard range, the quick and dirty couple of walls, target stands in a box real quick and dirty. The two today, it literally, we got there at nine 30 and we left at six 30 and we did a couple of other things especially when it was done, but basically it took us all day to build those two stages. Like it's, um, and they're both short courses of fire, 60 rounds, but I had to completely build everything. Plus, you know, put poppers in place and, um, hook up activators for swingers and stuff like that. And everything, everything gets staked down the target stands, the walls, the activators, get a little plate for the stick to rest on. So everything is consistent, repeatable. So anyway, heck of a long day. Shout out to Chris Kingston for working with me all day today. It was just him and I fingers came by and did a little bit of stuff too. Um, so all I've got left is uh, stages 18 and 19. They're really simple. And then I've got to do a couple of piddly little things like, um, I know. Well, okay. Well, yeah, a couple of little things on, on a couple of stages, simple stuff. Like I need to put a piece of wood, like a piece of plywood on a barrel because they're going to lay a gun on that. So that's got to be done. Little things like that. Um, the big job on Monday and Tuesday is going to be hanging all the targets, marking the uprights. So when the targets are replaced, they go back in the exact same position. So the uh, view and array doesn't change and calibrating all the steel. So we have a chrono, we run a chronograph stage at SummerSlam where we do equipment inspection and calibrate or chronograph everybody's ammo. So the mat, the chronograph needs to be calibrated the day before the match and every day of the match, and it cannot change by more than five percent from one day to the next, or it's deemed to be not calibrated and you lose it. And the other thing you you have to do is once you have that um, chronograph calibrated. It's got to be calibrated with uh, ammunition that's between 120 or 121 and 125. You can't adjust it over. You can't calibrate it with ammunition over 125 because that's the minimum power factor. You take that same gun and the same ammo and you calibrate all your steel. So what that means is you go shoot the steel in the um, scoring zone or the, uh, yeah, I think they call it a scoring zone. No, they call it the calibration zone, which is what we would call the bell on the popper. So poppers are calibrated, and uh, with this sub-power factor ammo, uh, I my match ammo is, is um, consistently 121 power factor. So I go around, I actually hit every popper in the match to make sure that it falls with sub-power factor ammo. And then that means that the steel is calibrated, and uh, we should have no problems as long as they don't change. Sometimes they do change throughout the match, and that's a problem. If somebody hits it and it doesn't fall, they call for calibration. If I hit it and it, f- and if it does fall, it's a miss. If I hit it and it doesn't fall, then um, they get a reshoot and I adjust the uh, the popper. 
I don't concentrate on the bell. I um, try and get them to fall if I hit them in the stem because a lot of people hit them low. So they should fall if hitting the stem. When I initially calibrate it, the rule says that I have to calibrate it by hitting it in the calibration zone. Fine. But when I show up to do a calibration call, if I hit it in the stem and it doesn't fall, then uh, they get a reshoot. If I hit it in the stem and it does fall, they don't. So I, I don't, when I'm adjusting them, I, I make sure that I adjust them so that they'll fall when they're hit low to give the shooter the fairest opportunity to keep knock the steel down. So, so that's a big thing that's coming up that I've got to do. And then it's just the other stuff like put out the shade tents, put out the garbage cans, cut the grass, stuff like that. So um, the pre-match is six days away and I only have two stages left to build. And then it's basically just, you know, clean up and stuff. Somebody's calling from Newfoundland. <clears throat> he sent he sent me a text said, hey, I know you're busy, but do you want me to try and get some prizes from local gun stores? Yes. Don't call me now. Just just go do that thing. I think it's Rick. It's one of, <laughs> one of the Ipsic Newfie guys. So they're awesome for calling me or uh, texting me and asking me if, if that's something that I would like. Um, okay. So that's it for the SummerSlam update. Other Well, actually, there are spots that have opened up. So if you're a listener and you don't know that yet, there are spots that have opened up. Um, and I had somebody just cancel on me today. I got to get back to him. And so I've got like five or six spots opened. So now, my, when, when they when they back out at this point, do they not get their money back and you just correct. fill a spot with someone else? Correct. Right. Yeah. So, but one guy was like, well, can I get a credit for, you know, the cancellation policy has, has passed. But, uh, you know, he's got a story. He's been deployed, blah, blah, blah. My miss the nationals, blah, blah, blah. Um, my heart goes out to him. But if I make an exception for him, then it's exactly. going to, everybody's going to start, right? Yep. So, yep. Um, but uh, yeah, my cooies came in. So when I was in Alberta, I purchased three cooies. One was back at Denise. I sent them the money for it and I picked it up when I got home. I don't know if I showed it on the show or not. Then the other one, I walked into um, Cabela's and it was a Cooey Model 84 20 gauge sitting on the wall. So I bought it. And then before I left, I bought a 16 gauge off C- CGN. So in case I haven't shown them yet, everybody pretty much knows what a Cooey looks like. But yep. there's there's the, um, the the 410. The barrel has almost no bluing left, but no rusting, no pitting. So um, I think what I'm going to do with all three of these, except for the 20 gauge, because the 20 gauge has a case hardened receiver. So case hardened has that like, if you drop oil in a mud puddle, that chemical swirl look to it, that's what case hardened looks like. So that receiver I'll leave alone. But um, the receiver on the 410 and the receiver on the 16 gauge, I will, uh, I think I'll get Denise to rust blue them and then I'll hot blue the barrel. So I'm a little disappointed with the 16 gauge, but we'll save that for last. So there's the 410. Yay, 410, cool, single shot. Um, Trigger's horrible on the on the 410. Mm-hmm. On the 20 gauge. That's bad. Believe it or not, I think it's worse. Oh. The 16 gauge is mint, man. It's so nice. It's like, oh, I just it's just so nice. It's not heavy. There's no creep. It's a nice single stage, no take up, just pressing it fires. That's, I'm gonna try, try dropping it. Drop the butt on the ground. See if it goes oh, off. Really? You make me do that every time. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was thinking like, uh, maybe maybe someone uh, polished that trigger group up. A little too much. Yeah. 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 So this gun, one cool feature is it came with some old school like um, artwork. Check this out. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to ask a, you to. 
Yeah, there's a hand-painted gross underneath the handguard. Nice. And then here's a Drake Mallard. Nice. Nice. And then on the other side, I got a rooster pheasant. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, they're not horrible. Well, they're horrible. uh, Let's face it. But it's it's hokey in a really kind of cool way, you know? Like. That's some it is what it is. like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, unfortunately, this one must be from a very early transition period between Cooey and when Winchester bought them. It's my understanding that the Winchester Cooies are not as good as the regular Cooies. You guys have heard otherwise, heard nothing, I don't know. So, on one side, it says Cooey Model 84, Maine, Canada. But on the other side, it says this. Made by Winchester Western and in brackets Canada, Canada Limited. Limited. Hmm. And the serial number looks like it was staked on there, punched on there by a five year old. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I like this close up thing. Adriel's working well. Look at the fit between the handguard and the receiver. There's quite a ledge there. Mm-hmm. All the other ones fit so, smooth and flush. Like, check out my 12 gauge. Oh, yeah. Nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that fit. Right, and uh, the other ones are like that too. So I'm disappointed that the Cooey I got in 16 gauge says Winchester on it. I wanted straight up original Cooey's. That wasn't in the ad. I don't know if that's something I should have asked about. It is what it is. I paid 150 bucks for it, so you know. And the bore is immaculate. It looks like a mirror in there. So I think it's still pretty cool. It's still pretty cool, but it's not exactly the model I was looking for. It's not uncool. It's not exactly what I wanted. So, you know what that means. Keep shopping. Buy new, yeah. I'll find another one. And Gallon is working on that 28 gauge for me. So, maybe you can uh, find an artist or commission an artist to put some game animals on it. I would 20, 28 gauge, maybe like a uh, mice on there. Yeah. That's what you hunt with a 28, right? Uh, 28 for what, yeah. what else could I mean anything mice, bigger yeah maybe a rat yeah that's about it maybe. oh <laughs> killing the Disney's so bugs funny and um then um the CFO in New Brunswick sent a email to members of the New Brunswick Farmers Advisory Committee okay he wants a list of activities currently going on on ranges uh, and could, activities that could potentially go on on ranges. And if they are activities that are sanctioned or governed by an organizing body, such as IPSC or IDPA or Cowboy Action, um, he wants to know that as well. So uh, uh, I yeah. don't like I don't like the direction of where that's going. No, I'm not sure the direction. I'm like, well, maybe he just wants to, you know, get rid of the outlaw make it up as you go type matches. Maybe he, like, I don't want him to do that, but maybe he, his head is at like only um, activities that are sanctioned and governed by organizing bodies will be permitted on our ranges. You know, other, the next step after like, that, which is what? As, as soon as they start saying only sanctioned, then they're going to start mucking around with the sanctioning and, yeah. and what's safe and what's not. They're going to mm-hmm. get in there and say, Oh, Ipsic 10 yards. Hey, we think it should be 15 yards to, to steal. And uh, and now that's the thing that you guys got to do. Yeah. Well, can we you already... say no? Can you say uh, talk to our lawyer? And uh, that's none of your business. It is his business because he's in charge of sanctioning ranges in New Brunswick. Everything that happens on that range, 
either he, he approves of or doesn't. Yeah. And if he doesn't, he has the power to shut you down. So, you know, something to consider. The New Brunswick Rain Safety Standards, because not every province has their own, but we've developed our own. The New Brunswick Rain Safety Standards have the word IPSC in them, right? Like, IPSC is a thing that happens on our ranges in New Brunswick. It's right in our rain safety standards. So, so that's, you know, that's good. I hope he, I don't know. I'm not sure what to think. Well, so you can inquire. What is this pertaining to? Yeah. I'll see what the email says later. I haven't read it yet. I just got the gist yeah. of it from Chris. Chris is the president of the New Brunswick Firearms Advisory Committee. So, <sighs> that's it for me, guys. Move on. Trevor, Trevor's tired. I'm, I'm extremely tired. tired. I was on the range from 9.30 this morning till 6.30 this afternoon, and there's been several days like that. I don't have to put in days like that, but I'd sooner put in days like that now, six yep. days before we even have the pre-match. So I have this cushion of time. If some, I don't want to leave it all to the last minute because then if something happens and I don't have time to fix it or correct it, then I have to sacrifice or, you know. So, yeah, man, I'll drive myself... I'll work hard now and then coast into the match with everything done and all my T's crossed and my I's dotted kind of thing, right? Right. So it's just the little things that might pop up. Exactly. Yeah. So cool. I guess that uh, takes us to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went and shot some gophers in the face. How many did you get? Like 100, somewhere around there. 100, 150, somewhere around there. Kind of lose count after a while and get into some areas and you shoot like 15 in like five minutes, then, you know, yeah, you lose count. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was good. It, like the, the weather was fantastic. It's been raining like every day here in, in Alberta. Yeah. And uh, we finally had a day where it was beautiful. It was sunny. Uh, the little gopher, like the, this year's batch were out uh, and yep. they're real dumb. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a beautiful day. You know uh, why it's hot? no longer raining? Because hmm? maple seed's not out of the province. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm back in Ontario. Uh, yeah, no, no maple seed events. Therefore, uh, well, I mean, it's it it's raining right now. It was raining yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that day it wasn't, and it was fantastic. It was hot and sunny. Lots of gophers out. Lots and lots of gophers out. Uh, I brought out my my Nork uh, Nork bolt. And I made some some like decent long range hits with it with bucket of bullets because really? I have a ton of it and I got to use it. So I got out and like <laughs> I shot so much and then I put my extra rounds in the bucket of bullets. And it's like, oh, it doesn't even look like I hardly shot anything. <laughs> There's a couple hundred rounds out of it. But uh, that was good. It was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of uh, uh, a lot of off offhand uh, shots, a lot of standing shots, which were which were really nice. And uh, some of my prone shots were like right around 100, that kind of thing. So, cool. yeah, it was all good. Like, um, I think a combo of like maple seed and CRPS for the long range stuff. And it's like, oh, 100 yards. Okay. Yeah, I know the drop. I know, I know how much to hold over on those. And uh, I'm Where not really you? facing the wind. What's that? Where'd you go? Uh, over near Bonneville. Okay. Uh, cool. you've, you've been, you've been out there. Yeah. Same spot. A, yeah. But, Good, good timing. Excellent timing for uh, for the time of year, and and we got busy. We got after it um, with the sun where it was. When if uh, we were facing south, there was like a shadow every every time a gopher would come up. There was like a decent shadow they they put on. So oh, wow. you you put on like polarized sunglasses or something like that, and they stick right out, and you can you can see them very easily, and then get after it. Yeah, and there was a there was a ton of them out there. So that was a ton of fun. Uh, got a whole bunch. Um. 
I sold an SKS. Uh, you I, did. I had, I had two, and yeah. uh, uh, this one guy uh, I know was uh, was looking for one, so I was like, ah, here you go, buy this one. So that's uh, make some room in my safe. I was actually going to sell my different one, but it's at my parents' place. My parents are like building a new house, and so this, really, they're building my, a new house. Yeah, and the safe was like in behind a whole bunch of garbage, so I couldn't like get to it. And I'm like, ah, I'll just sell them the other one. That pretty one there that you had the other day on the show. Yeah, that's the one I sold. You really? bastard. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I told you I wanted that. Really? Yep. It's an SKS. Yeah, but it's a really nice SKS. Ah, there's I lost. can't yeah. believe I said those words. That's amazing. It's also yeah. a sold SKS. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so like, I don't know. I've got, I've already got an SKS and now I had two, don't need two. Sold it. Uh, now I'll buy other stuff. I got to, I got to sell this. No, wait, I'm trading that BCL 102. I'm trading that. Are yeah. you? What are you off- for? A guy offered to trade me uh, an M1 <laughs> Garand in what? 308. Oh. What? It's a, it's really? A built, it's a built one. So he's building these, I believe, from Breda receivers and some like Greek other parts. Breda? Breda. Breda? Breda, mm-hmm. whatever. Greek. There's actually Breda and Breda. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that's what he's doing is just building. He's building all of those, but... Who cares? I don't care. New barrel, new uh, new wood. Yeah, hook me up. So yep. uh, I'm going to get that and then probably monkey around with that for a bit, sell it and buy something else. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's what you do. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's the thing I do. So I got to get to uh, reviewing the... You know, uh, sorry, do you know what hmm? barrel's on it? Do you know if it's a Citadel or a Citron or Criterion? Nope. I mean, no. no. Don't know. No. No, no way. Mm. Nope. Find that when you really care because regardless if it's the, you do, irregardless, yeah, some might buy it. Irregardless, <laughs> irregardless, <laughs> not a word. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I don't know, I've been doing some like maple seed stuff and like prepping up some kit stuff and slings and whatnot. He has been on it. I like yeah. him. I'm so happy Adriel came on board. I'm gonna, I've got enough stuff to make 50 Me too. slings. He'll. he'll teach and says shoot and give me a chance to catch up to that high 244 <laughs> yeah i will just throw my little <laughs> two, two, 244 Try yeah 244 don't don't be calling it a 240 i said high 240 score <laughs> listen i kissed your ass royally at the at the you uh did. You, did. Yeah. you don't need to anymore i'm there that's i'm good right. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it for me kelly uh, so I've been away for two weeks. I've been doing the Maple Seed Western Tour. Yeah, what? thanks a lot. Shut up. <laughs> we missed you. Uh, I missed you too. That was one of the best part about going to the charity shoot was, was it ever out together. Like we, we were, were all neighbors. roommates. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of college. It was kind of like college, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Stacy and I, we were rooming. You and Gallon are in a room. There's every there's bodies everywhere. Just like college. <laughs> drinking. Drinking until 4 a.m. Yeah, there was less li- liquor and sex than college, but oh, yeah. other than that, it was a lot like college. Yeah, it was. You guys are awesome. It was. We need to do it more often. Just go shoot, have fun, yeah, hang out Airbnb. with everybody. Have, have an Airbnb circa 1970. Underreport the number of people who are sleeping in <laughs> that Airbnb. He might be listening. It's true. That's true. Well, um, yeah, circa, circa what? I don't know 19, if we talked about this. 1970. 
Uh, no, it was more in the 80s because there was a microwave in there, but it was a period okay. microwave. I swear to God, like <laughs> that Airbnb was straight up out 1983. Now, okay. the, pan the paneling on the wall was, was 70s. 70s. Yep. Yeah. But the furnishings were from the 80s. Even the toaster was from yeah. the 80s. Like, yeah. how do you find, like, you must have hit all the yard sales to furnish that with 1980s appliances. It's crazy. It was kind of cool. That was very really cool. I yeah. thought it was awesome. Yeah, it, we had quite a few people in there, and we had one bathroom. So it was interesting, but everybody was really respectful Not of each other. just that. It was the bathroom we had to share with Gallon. Yeah, and he was having monkey bottom, as he liked to call it. Monkey butt. Monkey yeah, bottom? monkey bottom. It was not good. But it was a brown bathroom. The tub was brown. Everything was brown. It was interesting, to say the least. But it was fun. We uh, got to hang out with some people that we really liked to do, to hang out with. Gavin and... and um, uh, yeah. Sorry? Angela. Angela, well, yeah, Angela was there, and Ian from the Prepper Podcast. Everybody came over. Um, all the IITs from we had a maple seed on the Friday, and all the IITs came over, and we everybody just hung out. It was really cool. Uh, actually, I'm going to talk about the Maple Seed Western tour in a bit, but I wanted to talk about the charity shoot. Uh, charity shoot. I just wanted to say to Jason Felt, uh, you put on a fantastic event. It was well run. Um, the guys from Drumheller, uh, see, they gave me swag. So the Drumheller District Shooters Association, I got stuff like what? you wouldn't believe. Yeah, see the hat? Swag. hat. Oh, we got t-shirts, we got um, mugs, we got water bottles. And yeah, so I brought some stuff home for Kevin, but I also have some stuff for me too. And then we gave it out to all of our IITs. Did I not give you anything, Adriel? If I didn't, I will send you something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So at the charity shoot, I got a chance to talk to a lot of people, uh, some of our other um, pod carters. So we got a chance to, <laughs> I I got this chance to shoot Adriel's WK-180. It was fun. I'm not used to shooting that style of firearm. So bad. tried it once. And then I said, hey, Adriel, can I try it again? And I liked it. So might have to get fun one. gun. It is a fun gun. Non-restricted. Really yeah. Yeah. Um I I went and played with Rick's new precision rifle as well. It's uh, chambered in 6.5 Creedmoor. So he's been building it as he goes across the country. So it's got an IBI barrel, it's got a MDT chassis, but it's a really fun gun to shoot too and it was like yeah. It's a little bit too much money for me, but he's putting it together because it's his dream gun. So I said, you only do it once, so go and do it. Have fun with that. Um, what else? Ian from the Prepper Podcast, he brought his Ruger Precision, um, sorry, his Ruger uh, Pistol Carbine. I tried that out as well. That's a fun gun, too. Gallon has one of those, and he says he loves it. So he's he been does. using it. Hasn't he been using it for uh, Ipsic events? That's uh, right. He's, yeah. shooting, he's shooting SummerSlam with it. Is it's it? At, yeah, it's at Denise right now getting uh, Cerakoted. Oh, what color I is have, it doing? Uh, I have Ian's. I'm borrowing it for a review. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah. yeah. I think he's doing like a flat dark earth or something, which uh, I believe is beige. Black. You need black all the way for it. That's right. It's already yeah. black. Yeah, I know. So why do a Cerakote on it? Because apparently he's got this takedown or this. It's a takedown. He's got a, a, a backpack for it, right? That it folds up and goes into. 
and he wants to make it the same color as the backpack. Why? Like you either have the backpack or you have the gun. And when you have the gun, you don't need the backpack. So it's not like the two are going to be together at the same time. So they need to be color coded. Really, Gallon, you're color coding your firearms with your accessories. Like, uh... <laughs> it's his man purse. Man. Yeah. But okay. Uh, as I said, I we had some great time with uh, some of our podcasters and also our fellow listeners. I got to meet uh, Richard Bone. That was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's always good to see Dick Bone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some other people as well. Uh, What else? Um, I saw Doug Roddenbush. He's he's watching tonight. So hi, Doug. And yeah, I just had a really, really good time at the charity shoot. Best thing about the charity shoot, though, was getting to hang out with everybody. And it was also, yeah, Trevor. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, so we were all part. I listened to the last last week's podcast, by the way, and mm-hmm. we were all part of the ploy to get you to shoot a little bit extra, you know, on the um, El Presidente I'm, stage. I, I, I'm well aware. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it, yeah. it was good. It was good to see you losing your mind a little bit. I was let in on the joke by the RO in the first two minutes. Really? Yeah. James. True story. James. I I, I knew something was up. Almost immediately. <laughs> it was too obvious. I thought we were friends, James. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't I just can't see you suffer like this, Trevor. Suffer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they're mean. Suffering. <laughs> Shooting man. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh the Drumheller Ranges was I went to a lot of ranges last week or in the week before. Drumheller Range sure was fantastic. It's beautiful. It's probably one of the most beautiful ranges I've ever seen. Incredible. A little muddy, <laughs> but it was beautiful. And Terry, who is the president, he's a fantastic guy. Uh, we also saw Rick and James. James, I'm no longer your friend because you let Trevor in on this. Um, but they were fantastic guys too. And they, as I said, they gave us all this swag. It was awesome. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, we did maple seeds. So Stacy and I, we flew out together from Toronto. We even sat beside each other from the Toronto flight. Oh, yeah, we were able to arrange that to Calgary. And uh, then we went and got our, we picked up um, a uh, car uh, a little bit away from the Calgary airport because we saved 600 bucks. Yeah. And then we went back to, we went back to the airport, picked up Gallon, and then we made our way to um, Drumheller. Fantastic time. We did seven events. So we did Drumheller, we did Chaz, we did Sherwood Park, we did Lloydminster, uh, Rossern, Regina, and then we finished off in Winnipeg. Every single event was pretty fantastic. There was some great participants. There was some rain. There was a lot of rain. <laughs> there was some, I thought it was going to snow at Sherwood Park, seriously, in Lloydminster, five degrees in the morning, and it was raining. It was horrible i'm going i'm back in alberta yeah yeah we were thinking it was gonna snow uh i got to hey trevor yeah yeah so i got to hang out with yolanda in lloydminster yeah i heard congratulations i'm really happy for you (laughs) she's fantastic i've never met her in person but what yeah i've talked to her like a thousand times but i've 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 never met her in person so it was the first time i got to meet her how amazing was that yeah she's pretty amazing so she is. Yeah. So I just want yeah. to say hi. Hi, you I, I was getting pictures from you guys. I was getting pictures from Stacy. Every <laughs> every every a hole who hugs Yolanda needs to send me a picture to remind me that it's not me being hugging of the of the Yolanda. Yep. We were a Yolanda sandwich there for a while. 
Sorry. Sorry, that made me purr a little. I I just loved hanging out with her. She couldn't yeah, stay I bet out. you did. She, she couldn't stay out long. She was on her way to Edmonton, but she made a point of coming by the range. So of course she did because she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, she is. Uh, we also met lots of listeners at every single one of those events. Uh, some people that write into the show regularly or listen, so we gave them some swag and and told them I'd say hi. Hi guys. Uh, we did catch. Uh, sorry, I did not catch the plague from Gallon. Gallon was so sick. He was like, uh, you oh, know, he we finally were... got sick. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. so by the time you reached Winnipeg, so we were staying with uh, the range host, Bren. And uh, so Stacy and I were sharing a room. Gallon was in, It's a, he's, he's a single man, so he has like a reloading room. He has a gun room, and then he has his bedroom. So Stacy and I stayed in the bedroom. Living the dream. I know, eh? So Gallon was staying in the gun room, and then uh, Bren was staying in the reloading room. And uh, where, where was this? In Winnipeg. I know whose place. Bren, he's a he's oh, Bren. the yeah he's the president of the uh, club there. So Gallon was so sick he kept everybody up all night, and Bren kept referring to his patient zero. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> he was coughing like you wouldn't believe. As I said, he had monkey bottom. It was everybody who shook his hand. We were telling them to you know wash and we, we actually bought hand sanitizer so that we <laughs> we attached it to our, our range bags so that we could brilliant it's a good yeah. idea yep i wasn't sick stacy wasn't sick gallon was that's sick. the first i know gallon says every time he flies he gets sick but i mean he had been on the ground for days but every time he flies he gets sick uh-uh. so yeah but it took a while to kick in this time yeah uh what else oh we got a chance to push all of our instructors in training. So they they all stepped up to the plate. They flourished. Basically, Stacy and by the time we were done, Stacy and I were able to sit back, uh, relax, and, and watch these guys do all the points of instruction. Start drinking. Yeah. No, we weren't no. able to do that on the line. We thought about it, but we weren't really. We thought it wouldn't, you know, our insurance wouldn't cover it if, if that happened. Right. I, I like the idea of a couple sauced ladies uh, in, the, in the back uh, row in the peanut gallery just <laughs> yeah. shouting like, you're not doing it right. Do the, do the palm shelf thing. Come on, like I showed you too. Get your elbow under the gun. How many freaking times? Yes. That would but be awesome. That we would did awesome. drink liberally. It's after some of the shoots were done. <laughs> the, oh man, did we ever get into the sauce after the banquet though? <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. man. There's parts of that night for me that are like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think somebody kept telling me they loved me. Her name was started with an S and ended it with a Y. Love you too. <laughs> yes, I love you too. Uh, what else? Oh, just, I love you, Kelly. Yes, Stacy. <laughs> I love you too. Not two minutes later. You were listening, weren't you? <laughs> She's a happy drunk. I love her. Yes. Okay. Uh, what else did we do? We promoted three really outstanding people. We promoted Adriel. Did I tell you, Adriel, how much I appreciate you? Yes. Uh, well, yes, I was going to tell you again. <laughs> uh, we were we we pr- promoted Ryan B. Temps. Like this guy is fantastic. He I just love him. He was so quiet last year. I'm going. I'll oh, tell God. you how much listeners. I'll roll. tell you how much Kelly loves this Ryan dude. Before he arrives, Kelly and Stacy take me to the side and like Trevor. 
we really like this guy, okay? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. No, 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 no. You understand. Like, don't scare him off. What do you mean scare him off? What am I going to do? No, Trevor, we like this guy. Like, you need to be nice to him. Don't scare him off. Like, what? Is, I don't understand what any of this means. Like, what? where's this coming from? So, yeah, oh, you guys what? really love this Ryan guy when apparently I need a, I need some boundaries established. Well, up. Ryan is very, was very quiet and very sweet and very in the shadows. And I'm going, oh, my God, what are we introducing him to? So we thought maybe, <laughs> you know, okay, Trevor. Yeah, I need the warning. What about Gallon? Okay, we gave Gallon a warning as well. Said right. Gallon, don't ruin him. We like him. Don't ruin him. <laughs> what do you think? He's not going to molest them. Well, maybe. So He's going to cute. Okay. We promoted Adriel. We promoted Ryan. And we even promoted Gallon as well. We did it on the last shoot in Winnipeg. We even promoted Gallon. Come on. <laughs> Gallon actually, Gallon surprised Gallon me. Gallon is He's fantastic. an excellent instructor. Completely yeah, professional. Yep. Very. Yep. He was fantastic throughout the whole entire trip. We didn't have to. Uh, I occasionally threatened to actually throw him out of the car if sure, he didn't. You know, don't make me pull over. <laughs> the whole entire trip, he called me Maple Seed Mom. Kept he kept taking <laughs> Snapchat photos and labeling me with Mom. I'm going. <laughs> You're an asshole. Well, didn't we make a, didn't we make a milf joke at your expense a time or two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but Gallon really, really stepped up and he, he nailed it, especially at the last uh, event we were in Winnipeg and Stacy and I, we were toast. We were done. And Gallon was as well, but he, he was fantastic. He took over the line calling when I was done. Cause I was literally done. And, uh, yeah, we also had a chance to meet some fantastic IITs, uh, Chris Campbell. So when I was listening to the show last week, you were referring to Ryan as the guy that would put up, I don't know what it was. Oh, Chris, that's his name, the ninja. Chris, yeah. Chris gave me the 1022 to shoot. Yeah. And he's built like, you know, six, seven and, you know, 240 pounds and yeah. you're not. No, <laughs> you're right. I'm not. Neither are you, neither is Adriel. No, but fantastic guy. We, um, we call him the ninja because he he last year he was able to sneak up behind us. This guy is six foot seven, right? And but we could never hear him coming up behind us. Uh, so this year, what we did was we went and got you know those, be too busy talking all the time. Whatever. So when we went to, we went to the dollar store and you know those kitten collars with the little bells on them. Oh my god, got, you didn't. Yeah, we got the ones with the reflective tape and everything, so they're safety. And he put them on every shoot that he went to, and he went to five shoots. He wore those kitten collars on his wrists. You know what? Who's going to tell him no? <laughs> Who's going to question it or make fun of it? You do Nobody. That death touch thing on you. Yeah. You know, you're dead. But he was fantastic. Uh, so we finished up in Winnipeg on Monday. Today's Thursday, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> we finished up in Win Winnipeg on Monday. We were totally exhausted. On Tuesday, Gallon had to be at the airport by 5 o'clock in the morning. By the way, there's no Uber in Winnipeg. Did you know that? Yeah, or Vancouver. Oh, my God. They put, but there's a uh, like a city bylaw against them because the taxi, the taxi yeah. mafia is too powerful. Yeah, cabal. Okay, yeah. So uh, we ended up going to the airport at about 10 a.m. for us. Uh, Stacy and I weren't able to get on 
uh, get seated because the flight was freaking full. It was full of children. It was oh, awesome. No. Yes, no. Kelly and Stacy had maybe a total in two weeks. In two weeks, we had maybe ten hours of sleep over two weeks. So you oh, know how? Stop it. You know? No, serious. You know how happy I was, excited I was. Uh, so what happened was at the Winnipeg airport, I set off the scanner. You know how you go through security. Yep. I wasn't able to finish my coffee either. So I dumped that, went through the scanner, set it off. I'm assuming it was because of gunpowder. So what? I was at, scanner yeah. to, I've never set the, scan, the, the, the scanner, oh, the puffer, the puffer Only thing. the swab. No, 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 no. no. So I got, I got, I got a hit and then I was asked to go and do an ion scan, which was fine, whatever. So I got ion scanned and it was fine. I passed it. So they let me go. What did you get hit on though? I don't know. I'm thinking it was probably gunpowder from my, um, the, like the, the metal oh, detector starts. you walk through doesn't do gunpowder. The only time they're going to get a gunpowder no. is if they swab you and put it into the machine. No, some of the fancy mm-hmm. U.S. ones, they have puffer things. You go through, you put yeah. hands up, it yep. puffs air around. It's yep. never got anything off me. I've reloaded the same day and, and, and gone through one of those puffers and shot the same day and gone through I one of those puffers. Graham yeah. said he also got hit at uh, Calgary by the same thing. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yep. As I said, the flight was full. So what they uh, did was they, they sat me with, uh, so the receipts themselves are three and three. So they had three children under five over on the right, no left, sorry. And I was, had a window seat and then I had two moms beside me. And these moms were maybe 30 years old. They were, you know, knitting, they're yelling at their children, telling them, you know, be vegans or whatever. And (laughs) (laughs) there was no entertainment on the flight. So before the flight boarded, they said, Was it Air Canada or WestJet? No, WestJet. So they said it's not working. So we recommend that you go and buy magazines or something to take on the flight. I said, perfect. No problem. Mm -hmm. I got that covered. Because High Capacity Magazine came the day before I left for Calgary and I wanted to read it. So here I was sitting in my seat for two hours and I was reading my High Capacity Magazine while mom and other mom was sitting beside me knitting with their children and then they actually saw my magazine and they promptly turned and wouldn't let their children see what I was doing and no one talked to me so I was actually very happy about that. I was, cranky. I was cranky and nobody had to talk to me. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. It's the first time ever I had seen Adriel tired. Uh, he, we were in Regina. I think you were exhausted. You had a long trip with us so Lloyd. thank you Adriel. Was Lloyd. it Lloyd? Yeah. I think you're like the walking dead. That's yeah. how we get. After two weeks, it's kind of like we're done. Yeah, there's some but, good days and some bad days. Like so the if you can get if you can get to sleep the night before, mm-hmm. uh, half decently early, that helps. <laughs> Staying up until uh, one and then getting up at five in the morning uh, is uh, yeah. Yeah, detrimental Problem. to your uh, your sleep and your your mental yeah. health. Yeah, yep. Yep. doesn't do so good. <laughs> we. Yeah. We pretty much always get up at about five o'clock, mm-hmm. five, sometimes four thirty, five o'clock, sometimes five thirty. Yeah, you gotta fix that, man. Yeah. Like starting the maple seed at stupid o'clock is why. Well, because so you end or, you end at a good time at though. Stupid o'clock. Yeah, What's I like that? I like I like leaving at four thirty-five. Right. I like that. Well, yeah. five o'clock ending, five thirty packing up, six o'clock getting off the range, but. If we're doing like a fall shoot or a spring shoot, like darkness happens, yep. like uh, you know. So, yeah, very true. 
yeah. So darkness, that's, that's darkness does do. happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Canada. Oh. Yep. Yep. So that's it. I spent two weeks in a car with Gallon and Stacy, and nobody died. It was awesome. And I had the best time of my life. Really, I did. Because I got to hang out with all my best friends. And, well, Kevin was missing, but that's it. So, yeah. And, yeah, just a reminder, everybody, that the CCFR calendar, it's the deadline is July 31st. If you're interested, send me an email at kellywheaton at firearmrights.ca and kelly.wheaton. Or also, we're having CCFR Ladies' Days. where We have a bunch of them. Like, we're at the 20th right now that is being planned for across the country. So, if your range would like to host a Ladies' Day event, also send an email to me, kelly.wheaton at firearmrights.ca because we would love to sponsor you. Just saying. And Trevor, are, we doing one, are we doing one at my range? Uh, you guys haven't sent me anything. Oh. Uh, I'll talk to Lisa. But yeah. yeah. That'd be neat. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, I have to talk to Terry to send them a little something, something. Okay. Oh, that's, that's it. all your stuff. All right. Uh, pretty much. All right. Why don't we go into upcoming events? Uh, the one I have here is the Meaford Steel Challenge. It's going on September 7th, 8th, and 9th. They still need some ROs. Uh, so come on out and meet some great shooters and Kelly. Uh, Ryan McLean, tactical teacher, and Greg May will also be there working the event. If you're interested in helping out, send in a message to the Facebook group or email Chris uh, Chris at psoc.ca. Uh, next, let's head into some of the news here. Uh, the first news was uh, the CFAC members. Have you guys seen this? Some of the CFAC members were uh, stepping down just before. Like yeah, they have well, a, they have Tracy a went term. live yep. about that. The the one who was a uh, shooting victim from was it Polytechnic? Polytechnic, yeah. Yeah. She stepped down because uh, the committee is basically not anti-gun enough. Yeah, she thinks that she's being used as a political pawn for the Liberal Party. And uh, they're not, duh. They're not being. They're not kowtowing to her demands of removing all firearms from everybody. Mm. Yeah, so. and I mean it's okay that the Liberals have that committee just for the sake of having it and aren't actually using it for anything, you know, to their constituents, it looks like they're tough on gun control, but in reality, it's just there to look like they're tough on gun control. Right. Remember under the liberals, we got more black guns into Canada than we did under Harper. We're continuing to get more. That's right. So Heidi Rathjen, and it was also the chair of the committee as well. He stepped down too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they're also just on two-year limits, so if they decide, like, their two years coming up right away, maybe they're yeah. just like, we're stepping, we're, we're, you guys aren't banning the assault guns with them shoulder things that go up, and we're out of here, <laughs> but maybe they, were, they had to get out of there anyways, because it came, came up to their two-year term, right? Their two-year term would be in September, wouldn't it? That's when they were, I think that's when it was... I don't know. It seems like know. a powerless, useless thing at this point. So, yeah, yep. just haven't really been following it that much. Uh, all right. Why don't we talk about the UN Armed Treaty? Yeah, you guys. Did you guys hear about that one? So the um, uh, this is something that that we uh, the federal government had agreed to uh, a, a year ago. Maybe this is the yeah. there was a couple different things. This is a UN Arms Treaty for small arms and non-small arms. Uh, the, piece, the piece that we're most interested in this is in the small arms because it has some ambiguous wording in it that could mean lots of different things. Uh, and primarily it's, it's 
ceding control over uh, your own firearms laws to to the UN, which is never really a good idea. Um, anyways, uh, we are going to enact that uh, arms treaty on the eve of the federal election this uh, this fall, which uh, seems kind of strategic in terms of uh, timing. I'm not actually sure what this means because I looked through it and it, there's some like markings and there's some other non-proliferation stuff in there that uh, you know we shouldn't be selling guns to uh, to warlords in Africa or something like that. But I don't remember hey. doing that anytime recently, so. I'm pretty sure I'm covered for that. Are you sure you stole the nice SKS recently? <laughs> that could have made its way to Africa, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That, so that, that was, uh, that was interesting. And this last one, like uh, uh, this is, uh, this is actually out of Edmonton. So a little bit, uh, I've been arguing with some people on Reddit about this one. Uh, there was a, a Canadian couple that was the, the article says Canadian couple shamed for kissing behind deadline in Safari photo. And this is like the nicest title I could find because all the other titles were uh, pretty heavily editorialized. But uh, in general, this, uh, this couple that owns a taxidermy business here in, uh, here in Alberta uh, shot a line and took a picture in front of it. And uh, some people got their britches in a bunch. I saw somebody standing there with a sign that says, I am Cecil. (sighs) You know, like uh, everybody needs a cause, but why don't you like, why don't you pick like people causes or like go take care of the animals at the SPCA that are truly neglected as a result of human abuse. Right. Yeah. The lion was harvested legally. Um, For all, you know, somebody ate some of the lion meat, you know, they generally, yeah, they generally do use the meat locally. Like you can't ship it back because of, uh, yeah, but somebody's eating the, somebody's eating the meat. So good enough. Um, so that means it's not just trophy hunting because the carcass is getting used. So stop calling it trophy hunting. Yes, they got a trophy out of it, but somebody got some meals out of it. So shut it. Yeah. You know, if you're so bloody concerned about the well-being of animals, go down to your local SPCA and adopt a cat. Like bring them a bag of litter or dog food or pay to have something spayed or neutered. Never mind this industry because it offends you, you vegan soy drinking Bill. Well, it's not just vegan soy drinking. It's it's, it's hunters too. There are some hunters that are against the idea of trophy hunting. Then this, like, I'm, I'm actually then don't I'm, do it. Then don't do it. But don't stop me from doing it if I want to. And it's a lawful activity. Yeah, and one. Of the, I think I'm actually going to rent an article on it because it's something nice. that, like, I don't care that. Um, I don't care that vegans are against this because, like, philosophically, I can res- I can respect it. You don't want any. You don't want any humans killing any animals. Cool. That is a uh, a purist uh, philosophy, and I can I can right. respect someone's I- ideas. I'm not going to do anything about it, but I can respect that they have that viewpoint. It's the hunters uh, stri- pooing like, on other hunters. Yeah, poo pooing. Oh, they didn't show enough respect to the animal. They didn't do it this way. I think their intent was this, and I don't yeah. agree with. I think uh, you should shut up. Yeah, there's there's too many extra things that go around it that try to restrict it. And I'm already like here in Alberta, there was a hunter that um, was spear hunting bear. There's actually a couple bear. hunters yeah. that were spear hunting bear. A video gets out of him spear hunting the bear. He's excited afterwards. And they're like, oh, he's this is not respectful. They banned spear hunting in Alberta because of wow. that. And it's wow. like the, the the thing is like a lot of this stuff we get squeezed from both ends. Some people are like, oh, you shot you shot an animal with a rifle. Oh, you big man, got out there with a spear or a knife. Some people are doing it. 
oh, that's barbaric. You can't do that. We're getting squeezed on both ends of this argument. Yep. yep. And well, there's really to wrestle it to death with my bare hands. Yeah. There's there's really no winning with this. And I think the no. only the only true strategy that we need to take is one of no oh. that like that we're hunting. That that's that's the way hunting it is. is. Hunting, yeah. Hunting is hunting. And uh I don't care if it appears that they're not respectful, or I don't care if their intent isn't the same intent as you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the same thing as you. It's legal. But in this case, like that, okay. true. Sorry, I'm, uh, was, I'll, I'll, I'll was, just keep I going. I was just going to say, keep in, going. as long as is, <laughs> I, I'm not going to go and shoot a lion. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. But if it's legal, it is legal. It's it is what it is. If you that is your thing, go and do it. I can't yep. say anything about it, but if it's something that's done illegally, then I'm that's, not going to support well, we're not, that. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, no, we're not even talking about that. That's a whole yeah. other conversation. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're right, Adriel, uh, about it's disgraceful that hunters would throw hunters under the bus like this. It's like while you're eating your McDonald's cheeseburger, don't talk to me about hunting. Oh, hunting is cruel. Listen, if you're a meat eater, and you don't, um, and you think that hunting is cruel. You're not only a meat eater; you're a hypocrite and an idiot. Like you don't, you need to educate yourself. No meat eater should be critical of a hunter. Right. Period. Well, the other thing that I see is the the analogs between how the the firearms community in Canada demonizes like AR-15s and handguns. They're like, oh yeah, I like hunting, but not. I don't need an AR-15, and they demonize those things. And the same things happening over here. They don't realize like this, like after trophy hunting goes, what happens next? Hunting. Bear, bear hunting. hunting. In yeah. in yeah. in the in BC, they banned grizzly hunting, not because like the the uh, species was dwindling or anything like that, because it was socially unacceptable. Yep. Now the like this is a big problem for us because if it like you take this all the way down, trophy hunting goes first because it's a flashpoint. Uh, you know, people get take take flack for taking uh, uh, photos in front of a dead line. What about uh, your photo in front of that dead deer? Did you really need the meat off that deer? You could have just went to the grocery store. Yep, I could have liked to know just, where my meat comes it from. It just chips away at it, right? No, yeah, I mean you can right. like. There's lots of great meat selection uh, at uh, at the crunchy uh, hippie uh, granola uh, meat, yeah. meat markets, right? You don't need to go for that deer, and that's that's the reasoning that we're gonna we're gonna take with this thing. We need. Uh, to have trophy hunting and we need to have trophy hunting as a thing so people see it and they know it's legal and at least we have something to argue about that's not us and if you're a hunter (laughs) if you're a hunter and you don't approve of it that's fine don't do it change the channel yeah yeah and don't poo poo it because it's it's damaging for us to have legitimate hunters uh uh poo pooing what other people are legally doing and probably like doing a ton of good actually in in uh, in some of these places whether uh, whether the lion is, I think in this case it was like a farmed one, which again is not my not my cup of tea. I would not go hunt a farmed lion. It has, it has nothing for me. Uh, but that lion wouldn't have lived if that industry wasn't there, because there would be no point. Uh, and even if even if it wasn't, if it was one of the the park ones and they they had to get rid of it because it was old or or whatever, uh, and they sold a you know a ten thousand dollar license to go do it, cool. They like some conservation officer would have had to do that job anyways, and it would have cost them money instead of made them like ten grand, right? Who cares about the all the other stuff in between? The net it's a net benefit. Anyways, I'll uh I'll keep talking about this if you guys don't stop me. So I'll uh, I'll stop myself. 
<laughs> Say you're going to write an article about it. I'm going to write an article about it because I think that, like, I don't like, I'm not going to change the mind of people who just don't like hunting. I yep. hope to change the mind of hunters who poo poo it because it's a strategically poor choice to throw hunt like these Other guys under the bus, under the bus because next it's next it's you and it's not even like it's it's not an alarmist thing bc band grizzly bear hunting it's gonna start happening more across the board and that's just because of the lower mainland the rest of b the rest of bc is is like rural and and wild and they probably wouldn't care about that and they have to listen to the lower mainland because that's where all the population is yep, yep. yeah and but and they only they only grant um ban grizzly hunting from non-aboriginals the first nations are still free to grizzly hunt all they want mm -hmm. because they wouldn't dare try and mess with the treaty right but um you're not first nations oh it's not socially acceptable for you to do it which is which is ridiculous yeah. they only you know i'm not not being critical of the treaty rights i support the treaty rights 100 percent, but it's socially acceptable for one group but not for this group so it's almost like some kind of reverse racism the natives are still allowed to do it because they're natives, but I can't do it because it's not socially acceptable for non-natives to do it. Yeah, That's I would rather have conservation uh, officers in charge of the whole whack, and they manage the population, and they manage whether uh, there's going to be game taken or not. Because mm -hmm. uh, as soon as we add in all this other stuff, it, it, we end up with some really weird situations, like you mentioned, where... Uh, some groups, uh, you know, basically on the color of their skin, get to hunt. Some of them don't, and it does. It's not based on conservation or nope. uh, anything else. That's nope. that should be the where the buck end like starts and ends is mm -hmm. conservation. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving on. Sorry. Yes. I got a little bit heated. Right. I've been arguing right. with people okay. who are just like throwing <laughs> random stuff out on on this, and uh, it, it's it's. It's from a position of complete ignorance. I don't trophy hunt. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never go to Africa and trophy trophy hunt. But I, it's it's okay if other people do. I right. won't stop them. It's legal. It helps. You, but you go to Bonnyville and trophy hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, to tell you what, you, you're sorry about that line. Let me let me show you the hundred <laughs> gophers I shot in the face over the last weekend here, and they look really cute. And it, okay. you, you you can find the tame ones in drum hell, or you can feed them. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, really, I I yep. feed them lead. I could yeah. choke a gopher. Yeah, or punch it. I would. Oh, I could punch a gopher right in the face. How come I wasn't told there were tame gophers that I could punch uh, in the face in drum heller? You probably didn't try feeding them, right? I yeah. wasn't told. I would have tried to feed them. My God, I would have been like. You would have uh, you would have horrified all the parents at the yes. Royal Tyrell Museum as you yes. <laughs> could be a little bit whack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you have you ever seen a forty something year old man get all geeked out and get so excited at the Royal? Well, let me tell you, I got pictures of Trevor. <laughs> oh, you talking about? <laughs> It pretty cool awesome. museum. It is a, a pretty cool, cool museum. Yeah. He's like a kid in the candy store. Yeah, museums are my are my yeah are my jam. I'm a big old and you want to see me in a fort, man. If there's a um a Parks Canada fort somewhere, I'm all over that like a fat kid on cake. <laughs> Sweet. All right, let's go on to new gun stuff. Uh, the first one I just saw this recently. I think this was yesterday. Iron Guns is bringing in a new. Non-restricted mystery. Hmm. mystery 308 or 65. It's uh, gonna be something. 
It's going to be something, but they're they've being already coy about it. They've already listed the price, but they're not telling us what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. it's going to be, it's a U.S. manufacturer. Okay. Uh, they built an exclusive rifle just for the Canadian market with a few extras. It'll be in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. It'll be eight to eight and a half pounds. They're going to have a uh, 15-inch rail with an 18.6-inch custom fluted barrel. It's probably just that Troy. Custom uh, nope, suppression. Because it's exclusive hmm. to Iron Guns. So it's not oh. the Troy. So there's two kind of two two possibilities that are bouncing around in my head. One, uh, NEA is licensing it to not only BCL and Troy, but a third manufacturer. The second one, which is probably more realistic, is I was looking at uh, Code of Arms had a video uh, from SHOT Show and mm-hmm. Radical Arms has um, the RMR-10, which is going to be a non-restricted 308 for Canada. It's a special 308. doesn't match uh, the other AR-10s. So it's mm-hmm. AR-10-ish, 1550 Canadian, which is less than the stag. So very interesting. 1550 we... is less than the stag? That's total for the whole rifle. That's not a receiver set. One thousand five hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's? Oh, yeah. Okay, the stag is up around two, isn't it? Yes, the stag is nineteen hundred to somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen fifty finished, ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, yeah. So RMR ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 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 Maybe that's there's what it a lot is. Of people, there's a lot of people guessing. Some people are saying ACR ish. ACR ish mm-hmm. for fifteen hundred dollars. I don't think so. They said it's going to be ready to ship from the manufa- manufacturer to Iron Guns in three weeks. So they're already cranking these things out. Yeah. Very <laughs> interesting. And the price is good. And yeah, we're going to get, we're getting some real good 308 semi-autos. Non-restricted yep. in Canada. Yep. I'd love to see a couple more of the AR-15s in there just to like get the competition going a little bit more. But uh, I'm happy with all these as well. Uh, CCFR's Ultimate Choice Gun Giveaway. Sorry. Kelly, do you have that open? Yeah, I do. You want to so read this out for us? So they've already done a couple of the Ultimate Choice contests. This one is number three, and the deadline on it is July 25th, 2019 at 6 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Although I think it's actually Eastern Daylight Time, if we're doing this correctly. Uh, the Ultimate uh, Choice Gun Giveaway Contest, it uh, began on July 2nd, and as I said, it's going to run till the 25th. Uh, the deadline, as I said, is uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the concert, the contest is, God, I can't even speak, is um, sponsored by the Canadian Coalition for Fire Rights, it says, or and no purchase is necessary, but if you're going to do it, what you have to do is you go to the firearmsrights.ca. You go to their website and you click on enter here. If, uh, as I said, it's no purchase necessary. How you enter is uh, any anybody is eligible to win the contest. You have to do one of the following. So a $25 donation uh, to the contest for each $25 donation. Uh, you will give basically one opportunity to win. Uh, you can do a handwritten 1,000 word essay. Get right on that. Adriel, you should be doing this right now. Handwritten. 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 Nope. What was it? 1984? <laughs> You'd be all over I it. think that's because they have to have a free option, right? right. Some contests, you got to right. do that. 
Yeah. So uh, for the $25, sorry, going back for the $25 donation, you're going to get one of uh, the embroidered patches of the CCFR patch and one of the civil advantage patch for free for entering. Okay. Now the next piece, as I said, is 1000 word essay on how to bring about change in firearm regulation here in Canada. And then you submit it. So those are the two ways that you can enter. Uh, the prize is basically it's a choice package, and this is by being uh, this is being basically supplied by Select Shooting Supplies. So thank you, Dean. Uh, you have an ultimate hunting package. Uh, in that, you got a, a Weatherby Mark uh, Mark Five um, added. It's um, yeah, sorry, a Weatherby Mark Five. I can't oh. speak. Uh, I had noticed. Thank Needed you. all the listeners at a fast forward three Shut minutes up. ago. Uh, Mar- uh, Mossberg, uh, Silver Reserve in 20 gauge. You got a Ruger 1022, Nikon Monarch MS4 to 16. Uh, you got a Nikon P3. I'm just going to. This is taking so long. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Yeah. So that one is the ultimate. Shush. Uh, that one is the <laughs> CCFR's got a contest. Yeah. CCFR's got a contest. Go to their website. Check it out. Awesome. Right. Next. They Sweet. got a. They got a package for competition. They got a competition. They got one. This is why I don't keep ammo in my gun room. I would, I'd shoot myself. (laughs) And then you go and okay, go to the website. You can check out everything that's there. The Beretta back there, I could probably get the job (laughs) done with. Score, score a second market for you. (laughs) So dark. Next, the uh, (laughs) Durham Outdoors is uh, bringing in the Hera Arms uh, AR-15 straight pull charging handle. So if you prefer the charging handles on the left-hand side that are fixed on there, uh, that's where they're supposed to be. That's kind of neat. I like I like the uh, the compact ones that stick in closer to the receiver because it's uh, less in the way. Uh, I don't even really run an extended charging handle on mine. And I like. I game with my I game with my Air 15s. I just don't feel the need. Really? Yeah, I do. I've tried, I, uh, but I I get a good enough gr- grip on that thing as is. And half uh, the time, if you need to use your charging handle in a match, it's out. because like things have gone wrong. Yeah, eh. and then you got to mortar it. And I've mortared my rifle a couple times. And then things have really gone wrong. Yep. I bought this out. Raptor for my AR-10, but it's DPMS Gen 2. Which is really the perfect size for an AR-10. If you don't know what a GPMS Gen 2 is, listeners, there's a, a couple of different patterns of AR-10 rifle. There is no mil spec. Most of the ones out there are the DPMS pattern. Well, DPMS came up with a Gen 2, and it's halfway between an AR-15 and an AR-10. Everything's really cool. just a little bit bigger than an AR-15, a little bit smaller than an AR-10. It's perfect. The barrel shank is incredibly small on them. Like really? the where the, the no sorry where the barrel extension is yeah that's mm-hmm. small as well so like the I I like the Gen two I wish more rifles were were made in that pattern because I think mm-hmm. it's a better pattern it's a more more modern smaller I think you'd end up with a lighter weight rifle after you made absolutely one of those. you would yeah yeah cool uh what was the last thing oh yeah Iron Guns they've got uh, some PS they got some PSA lowers with uh, Deadpool riding a uh, unicorn. Uh, if you, if you want a, lo- a lower. <laughs> Speaking of lowers with cool riding, did you guys see what yep. Sean from ATRS posted? Oh, okay. I saw before even you did. Yep. No, you did not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. That is not true. Mm. You were trolling me again. No, I saw it before you did. How did you really? see it before me? 
Why didn't we talk about this in what we did in guns? There's a special uh, receiver being made for Trevor. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I saw it on Facebook before, before you did. Oh, well, all it. right. Fair enough. And you know what? When I saw it, in my defense, um, I was driving, so I didn't really look that closely at it. So that's my defense. Yeah, I was looking at Facebook while I was driving, but not closely. And, um, really? No, really? not really. I was, I don't know. Maybe. Are you a, are you a cop? Am I being pulled yes. over? Am I being detained? Yes. I was both speeding and Facebooking today when two RCMP drove by me. They oh. must have been playing on their phones because they didn't catch me. They're allowed to do it, you know. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So when I saw the um, I saw the lower, it had the really cool selector options on it of the middle finger and the peace sign. And uh, you don't get to get those. And, and you did, so did you see the serial? I did. So I thought, well, wow, that's cool. I want that. And then when I got home, I looked at my phone properly and realized that the serial number on said rifle was my last name. I thought, yep. I bet this is mine. <laughs> well, they're not no. giving it to somebody else. <laughs> No, you can't sell it either. Yeah. No, never. No. Yeah, you won't deal with that. Yeah, cool. Okay, but it, Deadpool riding a unicorn, that's pretty cool. You got to admit. Is there a link to this? I'd like to see this. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the show notes. That's that's the thing Deadpool. we use. Yeah. This it's a cartoony <laughs> thing we cartoony. use. Yeah. Sometimes we're not on our phones. <laughs> oh, uh, I was monitoring the Facebook feed. Oh, okay, good. Uh, oh, since it's you were, the, yeah, animated. Uh, okay, yep. Since you were monitoring the or Facebook feed, YouTube? Were you monitoring YouTube? Yes, that's YouTube? what I meant. I was monitoring YouTube, yep. Uh, what do we got over there for listener feedback for the YouTube version? Um, a lot of hey, how are you, stuff like that. Um, there was a shameless plug for um, Chris's Chris Martial Campbell. Arts Academy, which is in Winnipeg. No, and uh, no, sorry, Saskatoon. Yeah, same thing. Arts. Same thing. Say it again, Kelly. Saskatoon. Momentum Martial Arts in Saskatoon. Momentum Martial Arts in Saskatoon. Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking for a place to train and get beat up, go to Momentum Martial Arts in Saskatoon. He specializes Christmas. in kids. Well, not really, but they can and probably beating them up. Forever. I mean, anyone can beat up a kid. You just like they're small. You just give them a kick or something. But how many? And like, what's the cutoff? Right. When do you become? Overwhelmed by the swarm. I think I could do hundreds before I got bored. Before really? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this you is could not take on hundreds. You would get you tired. Get tired? I don't know. I mean, you got feet, you got fists, you got elbows. I mean, yeah, yeah but, but they bite. Dude, mm. Swing, swing a couple of hundred fists and elbows, and tell me you don't get winded. Oh, you'd get winded for sure. But like yeah. tired, like bored, bored after hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jeez, let's I'm just so in this version we have unlimited stamina. It's attention span. We struggle God, with. Where are we going with that? So, how many kids could you beat up before getting bored? I don't know, man. It depends on the reaction of the kids, right? If it's entertaining <laughs> to me, right? They might cry in all sorts of different weird ways, and you'd be like, right? "That I haven't heard before." Or if I get like a bitch, please, you hit like my grandmother. You know, like oh, bring it, bring it, Pipsqueak. Yeah, your anyway, grandma, your grandma is very mean. Uh, okay, so anything, <laughs> nothing else on uh, on YouTube there. Well, then we got um, uh, no. Doug. Doug says um, Trevor may not be able to strangle a bear oh, with his bare hands, but I, huh? You went there. I was trying. You interrupted me, Matthew. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't. He doesn't think that I could wrestle a bear with my bare hands, but I probably choked a cougar or two in my day, whatever that means. And uh, yeah, that's it for all the entertaining ones. Anyway, everybody's just high. That's it. Uh, good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, on to listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. 
He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishing, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. Our listener feedback is from Jason. In a recent episode of Slamfire Radio, it was mentioned that the TNW 1919 belt-fed machine gun was available in Canada as non-restricted in 30-06 and 308 for around $12,000 with four cloth belts. Do you have any more info on this? I have a buddy who has been itching for this. Thanks, Jason. First of all, who's your buddy? (laughs) Because apparently he has a lot of money. Go ahead. You can tell him now. Uh, Durham Outdoors has one. They have a TNW M37 30-odd-6. M37 feed from either side. Comes with a tripod. 200 round ammo links. Uh, that's not the belt one. I can't even remember what the belt one was that we we're talking about. There's a couple of them out there, though. There's a couple of different uh, places that are offering these. So, uh, take a look around. Search M1919 Canada. There's a couple of places selling them. That's uh, that we found it. Yeah, entirely yeah. unhelpful, but uh, uh, that's where that's the the spot of the show that we're at. Yeah. Uh, if, if you'd like to send an email to uh, to us and uh, have it not answered, uh, head head on over to your email program and send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Also, stop Facebooking us. Just just email, please. Don't don't send us PMs on Facebook. Yes. Don't send Trevor PMs on Facebook. No, send send Trevor PMs. Don't send Slamfire PMs because you can't check them on your phone. You have to be on your computer. No, you and... can check them on your phone. It's a pain, uh, but you need the page app. thing. Yeah, yep. you need the page app. That's right. I don't want the page app. Yeah. So you'll, you'll get an answer, but don't hold your breath kind of thing. Yeah, and it might be a real crappy answer because they'll be asking someone about New Brunswick and I'll answer it. I'll just do a real crappy job. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, podcast app reviews. We have one from Peach777 in Canada. Rating five stars. Title, best podcast ever. I almost said podcast. I know we're conditioned. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, review it's my go-to podcast the only one i can't miss wish i would have discovered it years ago great job guys brad from medicine hat that's a good good guy thanks brad yeah yeah uh shout outs trevor um other trevor fingers stefan drapo jose tresca june chris all those folks that have been busting their humps at the range this week to help our club and me prepare for SummerSlam to make it our biggest and best one ever. Couldn't do any of this without that amazing team of people helping me. You guys rock. Thank you oh so much. I wish I could come out just to shoot it. Maybe I should do that next year. Do it. Jump on a plane. Come out and do it this year. I'll put you in. I got you're a couple like, spots. What's your, your round count's like three... 336. I'll give you the ammo when you get here. <laughs> like, I, I love it. 336. That's minimum. You're going to yep. need, what, 600? Five, five, 600? Depends how much you suck. Mm. Mm. You're not... No one. No one's doing it in 336. <laughs> I mean, as a rule of thumb, we take double. Yeah. Because misses and because possible reshoots. Yep. So when I put a, put that number out, and listeners who are coming to Slamfire or to uh, SummerSlam, SummerSlam, I apologize that I did not get the round count out sooner. I never got around to putting it in the in the in the tablet, so I never actually calculated you know the total round count. I said it was going to be like three hundred ish, you know, and typically it is. But man, You're somebody told enough. me somebody told me I was a hundred rounds more than Nationals. I don't know if that's true. I didn't look at the at the nationals one, Sweet. but, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so now people are like, damn, I can't fly with that much ammo. 
can I mail it? Yeah, some people are going to ship. Some people, some people are going to ship. Some people are going to fly with some and buy some when they get here. So I've got uh, X Metal products, and Denis has some in the shop as well. So everybody should be okay. Just sell some X Metal bullets at the at the match. Doesn't work like that. I don't. I don't sell it on site for cash. You got to purchase it through their website. Send me the receipt as proof of purchase. Show me your pal. I give you the product. Oh, it's not going to work. There's no reception out there. Not really. No. Mm-hmm. So, Kelly, you're waving at someone who's not there. You know that, right? You're just like, I know. Nah. <clears throat> yep. Cool. All right. I'm, t- I'm tired. I got to smoke a cigar. Let's end this. Kelly, thing. I have a few shout outs. I wanted to say hey and shout out to my fellow pod cutters. Great to see you. <laughs> Stacy and Gallon for spending two weeks in a car with me. It was awesome. Adriel, Gallon, and Ryan, congratulations on being a full instructor to the many IITs who came out. Uh, You guys were fantastic for stepping up. It was an awesome two weeks. And also to our listeners and everybody that said hello at the shoots, I just wanted to give a shout out to you guys too. Cool. Uh, I got a shout out to Adam uh, from Adam G is a three gun shooter. He kicked my butt when he came out to the, uh, the June match and I got second as I was telling, I was telling my wife like, Oh man, Adam's in my division. I'll get second. I'm never getting first. Uh, He shot at Prairie fire uh, in limited division, which limited is, is the most limited division that we have that it's no, no magnification on your optic, uh, regular pistol, regular shotgun, Whereas TAC Ops, you get a scope on your rifle and open, you get whatever you want, basically. And these days, whatever you want, it usually includes a mag-fed shotgun and uh, an open pistol, crazy red dot, compensated, whatever. Uh, he beat everyone from Limited. He got top time. He smoked everyone. He's an incredible shooter. And uh, that's a that's a pretty incredible achievement to, to go in Limited and just, just beat smoke everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic shooter. Uh, and then Patreon supporters. Uh, we have a new Patreon supporter, Cam. Uh, now, Cam, did you did he email in his address? He did. He's okay, like good. All over that. Sent I will send a patch and stuff to him. And if you're listening and you're like, "Oh man, I didn't get a patch, but I'm a Patreon supporter," like email us again, and I will put one in the mail one of these weeks. And, and one of these you. weeks, we'll actually put out an episode. Mm. We'll do that too. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you don't like the Patreon thing, but you got to buy stuff from Cabela's, uh, go to our website, click on the little link for Cabela's and it'll be like, we told Cabela's, uh, about you. And whenever you buy something, we'll get a little kickback. doesn't cost you anything just so that it's them giving us extra money because we sent you, uh, please join one of our more of our national firearms associations, such as the CCFR. Check us out on Gunners of Canada and like us on Facebook. See you next week, everyone. If you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.